Bruce Newberry. The food dude. Well, the weeks are drawing in, and it is time to talk about Burlington Wine and Food, which is back in such a big way. Everybody is so, so thrilled to look forward to June 25th on the waterfront at Hula Lakeside for Burlington Wine and Food. And here to talk about this great event, the producers of the of Burlington Wine and Food, uh, Tracy and Mike Stelis. Nice to talk to you guys. It's good to be with you, Bruce. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, this is just such a great event. It's so thrilled on so many levels to be talking about it. Let's just start with your back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> we never anticipated that it would be such a uh, such a lengthy absence, but uh, yeah, we we put on the event for ten years, starting in 2010, and then all of a sudden in 2020, sort of had the, the rug pulled out like everybody else did. So. Uh, this year, we we kind of went back and forth over how we how we wanted to proceed, and you know, after a little bit of a long and winding road, decided to pull the trigger, and here we are. So we are back with a vengeance. <laughs> you bet, and we are so glad to see you back. And just the response has been so tremendous. Tell us about this space this year, Hula Lakeside. Well, um, it, it's kind of interesting. So we had. This was probably back in February and everything was still very much uh, unknown and up in the air as far as COVID was concerned. We had a meeting with our team uh, that helps us pull this whole thing off and kind of went up and down and all around as far as whether we should move forward. And at the end of that meeting, we were all in agreement that this might not be the year to try to pull off a big grand tasting. There were as I said, so many unknowns and actually one of the biggest unknowns being the state of the restaurant industry and how so many of our partners were struggling with finding help. And we just didn't know if we'd be able to get any restaurants to even participate this year. So we had decided, well, we'll do a series of small events throughout the week and um, started visiting a number of different venues and found some great spots. And then we walked into Hula and had a had a sit down with their event coordinator and we just sat in there looking around going oh my gosh maybe we don't have to write off the idea of a larger scale event it can be done here so we we are scaling it back a little bit um we're, we're doing about half the number of tickets that we've done in years past just because it's a new it's a new venue we want to see what the flow will be like um and of course you know people still have their concerns um, health and safety wise, but, uh, but we're really excited. The location is just spectacular. It's 14 acres on the lake. It's an amazing building that is, uh, used during the week as a co-working space, but, uh, is turning into quite an event venue from what they have been telling us. So, uh, lots of opportunity and we're excited to kind of be in on, on one of the ground floors, I guess you would say. Well, well, that's it. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. The beauty of it is, Bruce, that, uh, you know, we've always done our event down on the waterfront under tents, uh, outside, and now we're moving it, uh, well, probably 80, 85 percent inside. But uh, the Hula building has 100-foot ceilings, a whole wall of uh, giant windows looking over the lake. It's 
it's just a beautiful location. So uh, yeah, we're we're really excited. Yeah, there's just so, so many things to recommend it if this was the place to come back. I mean, you're going to, we're not going to have to worry about weather. We're still going to get the great views of the lakefront. Just the vibe there from that co-working space. There's that energy that is just throughout. And I think that's going to carry through to our tasting. I really do on the 25th of June. Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's definitely kind of a hot spot. And, you know, the other thing that was appealing to us is that because we did get started so late in the game this year, it really um, negates so much of the infrastructure work that we have to do when you're basically going into a park, you're kind of putting up a miniature town for a day. You right. know, we have tents and electrical and plumbing and portalettes. And there's just so much of that, that we didn't have to, to handle this year. So that's made it nice too. Well, and our vendors have been very excited at the uh, location choice too, which all, which obviously helps. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it really picks everybody up. Talk about how the response was. You mentioned that you were a little cautious about approaching restaurants and uh, asking people, Hey, you want to uh, pick up and uh, come on down and hang out with us and sample food and wine on a beautiful day in June. What was the response? Well, in all honesty, I think a lot of the restaurants want to get their name back out in front of folks. Yeah, it was a tremendous response. That was the answer. <laughs> yeah, for quite a while. It's, you know, pe well, people just weren't going out for quite some time. And, you know, now we're, uh, we're all easing back into a, a little bit of normalcy. And this is one way to get their names back out there in front of a thousand people. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a great marketing event. It's, it's great for the surrounding area. It's, uh, and we've got some a number of new restaurants that are going to get some exposure that are joining us this year. So, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of pluses to be part of the festival this year, and For we're really. Sure really excited to have the lineup we do it's uh, i think it's killer it's going to be great uh, burlington wine and food saturday june 25th presented by key bank let's talk about some of these new restaurants and food and beverage companies that we're going to have a chance to meet and sample well probably the newest restaurant um, as far as being new to the market as well as new to our event is a really fabulous place called bramble it's yeah out at the Essex Experience, which most people knew for many years as the uh, Essex Outlet Center. And there's so much cool stuff going on out there right now with um, new restaurants, distilleries, uh, coffee. There's a lot of really interesting food and beverage um, happenings going on out there, music as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Bramble just opened their doors a few weeks ago. Um, and it's actually, interestingly enough, an old friend of Mike's who was coming back to the area from out west and Mike connected the him with the owner of the Essex Experience and one thing led to another and now they're open and uh, it's just been great to see it all come to fruition. They've got some real a really wonderful menu and the staff is tremendous. So yeah. we're psyched to have them. Yeah, they're our they're our newest addition. Nice. Uh, um, let's see Philo Ridge Farm. Oh great. Certainly, uh, they're a welcome addition to the festival this year. We've been there a number of times. I think they're doing a great job out there. And then, you know, I, well, really, there's nobody on this list that I uh, can't say enough well, about. Well, for sure. You, you <laughs> can vouch for each and every one of them for sure. But yeah. it's a who's who of dining out and food and wine in Vermont. It really is. 
Yeah, you know, Hen of the Wood, Pro yes. Pig, uh, a little little place in Minuski called Our House, which is just adorable. Uh, Juniper in Blue from the Courtyard and Hotel Vermont, Pauline's. Uh, what else we got there, man? Oh, well, the Lodge First Peak, which well, is um, down in Stowe. And they just did a major um, restaurant renovation. So they've actually got two restaurants in there that are new um, called Alpine Hall and the Tipsy Trout. And so they'll be there promoting the resort and the restaurants, which is super cool. So. And the Essex Resort will also be there promoting their restaurants. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, while we're on the subject of Spruce Peak, uh, someone who has spent some time cooking at Spruce Peak is going to be one of our celebrity chefs. That is true. Our friend Kevin yes. DeShane. Yes. From Stowe and from Newport, Rhode Island <laughs> and all over, he's going to be there uh, cooking live for us. And any idea what he's going to be cooking? Uh, I don't know if we know that yet, but, you know, it's interesting. He's another one who's got a tie to Burlington. So many of these chefs seem to have passed through here at some point. Um, Kevin owned a restaurant here in Burlington called 156 Bistro. Oh, yeah. And then he... He uh, moved on to his next venture, and now he's, like, hit the big time. But he's, don't forget to mention that he was at our first festival. He was. That's right. That's wow. Right. As a restaurant owner. So, and now he's, you know, cooking for Kathy Lee and Hoda and the New right. England Patriots. And, like, he's got, he's got himself quite a resume at this point. So we're always excited to get to see him and hear about what he's been up to lately. And he's just super fun and super talented. Really great. And he's one of uh, a few celebrity chefs that are going to be on the cooking culinary stage at uh, Burlington Wine and Food. Who else is going to be in the spotlight? Well, um, we have a couple of people joining us who have some serious, I guess you would say, TV cred. Right. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Yes, you? yes. Uh, Nick Liberato will be uh, joining us for the first time. Uh, he... Uh, Basically, got, I think he got his, well, I can't say he got his start, but my first uh, knowledge of Nick was on the show Bar Rescue. He was one of the chefs that John Tapper would bring in when they were trying to, uh, you know, straighten out uh, <laughs> the bars that had gone, gone awry. Yeah. Bring him in to work on the kitchen. And uh, since then, he now has his own show on Netflix called Restaurants on the Edge, where he's literally traveling around the world. Uh, helping restaurants get back on their feet. So he's an exciting addition. And we also have Michelle Ragusas. Yes. From, from the Boston area. And she just was on the uh, Beat Bobby Flay. And she beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she's just, a, she's just a wonderful person. She was at our festival back in 19 and just had a blast getting to know her. So, uh, yeah, that's our three-chef lineup. Boy, that is a tremendous lineup and is going to be great. And you can find the schedule of when they're going to be doing their appearances and demos and all of that. But there's going to be plenty to do and plenty to taste. Uh, any idea, uh, Mike and Tracy, what's the count on uh, wines and spirits that we're going to have a chance to look over at Burlington Wine and Food? Well, on the wine side of things, we'll have approximately 200. Whoa. And on the spirit side of things, oh, I don't know. We're, I think we've got, what, five dis five local distilleries that are joining us? Yeah. I, we've got um, App Appalachian Gap Distillery. We've got Caledonia Spirits. Um, we have, 
uh, Vermont Distillers, Wild Heart, they're um, out in Shelburne. Mm -hmm. so they're really and stuff. smugglers. Yeah. So we've got a... We've got a fun lineup of spirits as well. And some great cheese producers, uh, Jasper Hill, Grafton Village Cheese Company, uh, Cabot, Springbrook, Springbrook Farm Cheese. So we've got a great lineup there. Uh, a couple of different charcuterie producers, Vermont Salumi and yes. Agricola Farm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be... If anybody leaves thirsty or hungry, it's their own fault. It is your own fault. You almost have to try, really. I mean, with all of these amazing artisan food and spirits, folks, uh, you are going to find something that you're going to love and want to find out more about and uh, figure out a way to take it home with you and all that. So whether it's these great restaurants or these amazing local spirits and wines and spirits from all over the world, but uh, it's always great to discover the local spirits and the local tastes. And uh, that's really what Burlington Wine and Food is all about. So can't wait. It's uh, June 25th, of course, Hula Lakeside. And uh, there are tickets, but don't wait. Right, guys? Oh, yeah, boy, I, I wish we could tell people, boy, you know, buy, buy whatever you want, whenever you <laughs> want. But uh, as of, I guess it was Sunday night, um, we did sell out session two, um, which is the five to eight session. We do have tickets available still for our earlier session, which goes from 1230 to 330. Um, those are going quickly. We you know, did an interview this morning, and it's been funny to just kind of watch the ticket numbers as the day has progressed because people are, uh, I think, getting the message that this thing, it will sell out. It will probably sell out in the next few days, I'm guessing. So uh, we'll see what happens when you air this, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll, we'll be just in time to put you over the top here on this, uh, on this 21st of May. So uh, get ready, but don't wait. Uh, go to BurlingtonWineAndFood.com and uh, buy those tickets while they last. And they are going to be some hot tickets, I'll tell you that. And looking forward to a great time at this year's Burlington Wine and Food, the return of Burlington Wine and Food. And uh, Tracy and Mike Stelis, just congratulations for bringing it all back. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, we're excited. Excited for a beautiful day on the lake. Oh, couldn't be better. We'll see you on the lake. Well, we are here at Pauline's Cafe in South Burlington with proprietor David Haney. Dave, good to see you. Thanks for inviting us today. Oh, it's what you're welcome, Bruce. Nice to see you again. Well, it's great to see you and uh, great to see that Pauline's is open for lunch again. We just opened for lunch last week. Nice. So three days a week right now as we build clientele back up and, and the menu. Uh, we're having our patio resurfaced. so I noticed that when I was coming in, yeah. and boy, uh, with with this weather. <laughs> we're a little bit behind the time, but I think by the weekend we'll, be, we'll have that open. Well, everybody wants to be outside, and everybody wants to just soak up all of this instant summer that we find ourselves in in Vermont uh, here in mid-May. So this is really great. So thrilled that the crab mac and cheese is on the way back. Yes, it is. Yeah, That's tell us about that. Well, the crab mac's coming back today. Uh, we're lightening things up for the summer, and it's a really consistent seller. It's a delicious dish. Tell us and, all about it. Well, what we do with our crab is we do a bechamel sauce. We fold the crab meat into it, and then we fold in goat's cheese, believe it or not. Yes. And then uh, all that gets tossed into the pasta and baked in the oven with a little topping of various other cheeses. We use Gruyere, a tiny bit of cheddar, and then some Asiago to seal the top. How nice. And then on top of all that, we take breadcrumbs, 
toss them in oil, sprinkle in some horseradish, season that up, and throw that on top of the, of the mixture. So it bakes, it's crispy, it's brown, it's delicious. No wonder people are yeah. flocking <laughs> to it and talking about it. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about it because that's going to be spotlighted. And uh, boy, if you love the crab mac here at Pauline's, you're going to love the story we're going to tell about it. Uh, the pork schnitzel is still on the menu? Still on the menu. Oh, good. Still a main seller. People ask for it all the time. Uh, we use a really great pork. Generally, I'm getting it from... Du Breton pork yeah. out of Canada. Nice. It's delicious, or I'll buy sometimes a local pork. And uh, it's just just flies out of the kitchen. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, when it, schnitzel, it is well made. It, right. I mean, it, it is right. really just something. I something have a lot of hold. customers that have, you know, they eat in Europe and they tell me it's better than the ones they've had in Austria. So no kidding. I'm okay, I'll take that. Right? <laughs> hey, isn't that great? Yeah. What, what is the origin of that? Do you remember the where, where it came from? Was it. The schnitzel? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a traditional Austrian-German dish, mm -hmm. you know. And I mean, is it something, did, did some chef show up one day and say, I have a no, great recipe? Or No, I mean, I, my history, I'm German, Irish-German, so it was uh, on our table as a, as, as a kid. No kidding. We ate it. Well, when I started, when I would, took over as a chef, I was like, I don't want to do pork schnitzel. You know, I mean, I'd had enough <laughs> growing that up. Makes sense, sure. I, yeah. <laughs> So I resisted putting it on the menu for years. And then one time, 20 years ago or something, I said, well, we'll just run it for a special. And it's never come off the menu. Isn't that great? Right. It's just fantastic. And we do, we make them, we pre-batch them every single day and sell them out. So yeah. they're always fresh. And they're, and they're done sautéed to order. They're never in a fryer, you know, so. That's the uh, secret. Right. Gosh. And the secret really is to have good product. Yes. To start with so that, you know, you're ahead of the game already there if you're doing that. Well, I mean, people are telling you and they're coming in and couldn't wait for you to, to come back and you've uh, come back. It's great. How many nights are you open now? We're open five nights a week. Oh, that's uh, great. Wednesday through Sunday right now. Yeah. Sunday brunch we're open. We've been open since April. And now we're opening back for lunches. Wednesday through Friday, and then in June we open up for Saturday lunches. Fantastic. What's uh, What should we order on the brunch menu? What is a not-to-be-missed item on uh, the brunch menu the at Pauline's? Well, I hate to tell you this, but the Dutch baby is selling like crazy. Oh, I love a good Dutch baby. <laughs> yeah, the Dutch baby is great. And uh, the other items on there, we do a really, really nice uh, braised adobo pork, if you like wow. a pork bowl kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Uh, with a corn muffin, a gluten-free corn muffin, and sort of a cilantro crema on top. How nice. Very savory, very delicious. Uh, the, the pork is braised in uh, green peppers mm -hmm. and spicy pork adobo sauce, and it's just delicious. Oh man, uh, this is uh, this is the place, and of course with the with the patio up and running, and uh, some of this unseasonable weather sticking around, it <laughs> yeah. might stick around for at least one weekend, and uh, then it'll be back for sure. But uh, all great. So we want to talk about Pauline's Cafe at this year's Burlington Wine and Food because that is coming back, and we're so thrilled to be able to talk about that. And we're so thrilled that Pauline's Cafe is going to be at the Burlington Wine and Food. Right, and you know, I've done it before in the past, and I had heard they were opening, but I never had received an email. And then a couple of years ago, my email got hijacked, and I realized I hadn't given them my new email address. Oh. So I thought they were leaving me out of the mix. <laughs> and then and my, they can't figure out why you're not and answering And they were email. wondering why I wasn't answering, but somehow we connected. 
and we decided to do the crab mac and cheese this time. Yeah. Normally I'm doing a crab cake thing or something with with shellfish. Uh, but today, this time we said, oh, we're introducing the crab mac and cheese. Let's give that a try at the festival because we have to make a lot of portions. Sure. And we're really excited to do it. We'll, we'll be bringing some soft lemonades to drink as well. Yeah, you were telling me this is going to be really exciting. So you'll get a, a surprise, kind of an exclusive first taste of kind of a summer refresher at the Pauline's Cafe booth at Burlington Wine and Food. Right, yeah. And we're, we're very happy that it's back and that we'll be back and we're, you know, we can speak to customers directly. Yeah. It's so exciting. They will tell you how much they missed you. <laughs> I hope <sure>. so. <laughs> but think about the wine pairings that you can do with that crab mac. Because, I mean, you've got crab meat, which lends itself to a lot of different pairings. Mm -hmm. But then you've got a little bit of spice. Then you've got the three cheeses or four cheeses in yep. there. I lost count. Yep. But, it's I mean, creamy. the Asiago, the goat, the cheddar. Uh, oh, my gosh. And, I mean, the pairings are almost endless. You could go with something Austrian. You could oh, yeah, go with something certain. Alsatian. Alsatian wines would be great. Uh, Muscadet would be great. Yes. You know. Um, and some of the Vermont wines, which tend to lend themselves to the high notes and the Well, I don't the know if they'll be pouring it, but the orange wine from um, Apatis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Iapetus and Shelburne Vineyard. Sure. That orange wine. Yep. Perfect for that. Well, we'll make sure that they bring so some. Hopefully Dave. they'll have some. I know they have a limited supply, so I'm putting my order in now. Brings, put some orange wine in the truck. But uh, it's going to be so exciting. So uh, you don't have to wait, certainly, uh, for the Crab Mac and the uh, Pork Schnitzel and the brunch and all of the other wonderful things going on at Pauline's. And it's great to... Uh, have you and i'm sure that uh, i'm not telling you anything that your customers haven't told you up and down here for the past few weeks since you've been open so this is great give us your hours one more time all right so wednesday through sunday at for dinner we're open 4 30 to 9. we're open lunch wednesday through friday right now 11 30 until 2 and brunch on sundays 10 30 until 2. and just in case somebody doesn't know where you are Oh, 1834 Shelburne Road. And we are in South Burlington. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, Proud <sir>. of it. <laughs> Say it loud. <laughs> Thanks, Dave, very much. You bet, Bruce. Thank you. Well, we are here at the Backyard Bistro in the backyard on the patio with Adam Spell. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good to see you. Right, and you as well. Great to be here in this beautiful weather. Yeah, thanks for coming down and speaking with me. Well, it's so great to uh, catch up with you, and especially on this gorgeous day, uh, just right near uh, Lake Champlain, and uh, it's instant summer, and boy, everybody is changing their eating habits, I think. It's only been really summer weather for about two days, and everybody's in a different frame of mind. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, definitely people are, are looking for uh, lighter meals, um, you know, not necessarily the, the, the wintertime stews and right. um, those kinds of things. So um, We want freshness. We want to know where our foods are coming from. And even though it's just barely uh, into the growing season, we want local and we want the bounty already. Right, right. People are clamoring for it. Sure. You know, so. And you're answering. You're responding. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Tell us about some of the specials and uh, what you're doing here. Um, you know, we've kind of gotten, uh, you know, when we started the restaurant, I just started, you know, taking notes in my spiral notebook um, of all the things that, that I like personally and um, you know we don't really have too much 
guidance in terms of a, of a box to put the kind of food that we do in here. So as a result, we were kind of eclectic. And, um, you know, so we have some vermicelli noodles in a sesame soy glaze with some fresh um, veggies and, and lime and spices, a little Asian flair. Um, we've uh, dipped into Tex-Mex and a little bit of south of the border things. We have uh, local ground chorizo flautas on the menu as an appetizer tonight. Flautas are amazing. T- talk for a minute about flautas, just in case someone isn't familiar. It's from uh, Oaxacan, isn't it? Yeah, it is Oaxacan. It's uh, um, so really simple. We chose to use a flour tortilla, um, roll them up in a little cylinder, uh, some queso fresco, fresh ground chorizo, um, some homemade salsa, uh, and a real, real simple, light dish. Yeah, um, and that's it. It's light, yep. uh, but it, it is fresh. Yep. yep. Really, really nice. Wow. Uh, come to the backyard. This is, uh, this is really going to be something. Uh, you are really focusing in on what is around us here in Charlotte and the surrounding areas the farmers, the growers, uh, you're really bringing them into the spotlight on your menu. Yeah, we're really fortunate. We have, um, you know, a beef farm about five minutes away that we love to work with at Fat Cow Farms. Um, Head Over Fields is uh, growing some beautiful produce uh, right down the street from us. Um, Two other local vegetable. We're just so fortunate to be, you know, in this town, as many other towns in Vermont are the same, but to have the the young, hardworking people um, growing all this food, and it's, it's literally an arm's distance from us. It's just amazing. It really is. And to have an appreciation of it. I think that's what uh, maybe everybody that comes here might have in common. They certainly have an appreciation for, for a, a great place to come and some great food, but for where it comes from and what's around yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Not not quite local to Vermont, but now with this weather, we're bringing back lobster rolls for the weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, still New England. It's, it's New England. It's still local. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Vermont takes a backseat to nobody where a great lobster roll is concerned. That's right. I mean, we're not exactly uh, on the ocean here, yeah, but no. uh, we come up with some pretty great ones. Tell us what yours is like. Real simple. Again, some uh, light mayonnaise, lemon juice, uh, chopped parsley. Um, and and that's it with a, a grilled buttered brioche bun and fresh hand cut fries on the yeah. side. Yeah, that's the yeah. stuff right there. And that's uh, on the weekends. Uh, well, just it'll be more permanent coming up, but we're oh, starting it this weekend. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that that's great. Can't wait. And uh, we hang on to this this summer type weather for at least a few more days so that we all can uh, enjoy this. What's uh, on the docket for this summer, Adam? Well, we're working with the town and um, some some small-minded politics, <laughs> so, um, but we will we will be having some some live music. Um, nice. So we look forward to that. You can you can you know see that uh, on our if you follow us on Facebook, we'll be making announce, announcements there. Um, so we've done them in the past. They were a huge hit. We had so much fun doing them. So uh, it's a little something that I think coming out of um, this, this pandemic on right. the other side to get people together and dance and listen to some great music outside. 
uh, this summer. We're really looking forward to that. Well, we're sitting right here on the edge of this berm, and uh, boy, you could not ask for a better spot. I can totally picture some great music and, and enjoying some great food. And I think that this is going to be the, the summer where everybody kind of finds you. you kind of getting some attention here and i think that uh the the old charlotte secret may not be a secret too much longer no 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 uh coming out of uh the, the winter doldrums were already um planned to a packed house uh this weekend we were we were booked oh, friday yeah. saturday and sunday night of course for mother's day we had a very successful uh, mother's day dinner shift we're really happy about that and I think it's going to be pedal to the metal from now until it gets cold again. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And just for somebody that doesn't know where you are here at Backyard Bistro, where are you? We're at 3488 Ethan Allen Highway. That's Route 7. Um, we're just about uh, maybe a half a mile south of uh, Ferry Road, the road that leads you to the, the Shalott Ferry over to New York. You bet. All right, Adam Spell right here at the Backyard Bistro. Gorgeous place and great food. And great to spend some time with you. Thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. Bruce Newberry. The food dude.